tags, no tags. Hey, what is up, good people? Welcome to a brand new episode of The Midnight Drop. I'm your host, Jordan Malone. This is my very special guest, Julian. Nice to see you. <laughs> Why you look all stiff, man? I feel fine. Well, you feel you good? Yeah, I feel fine. <laughs> no, you're just like, hey, what's up? How you doing? I f- I'm stiff? Yeah, a little bit. No, nah, I'm, I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> because every time I feel good, everyone's like, Julian, why are you so stiff? I'm like, I feel fine. I don't even... <laughs> the way you talking right now. Oh. I'm, I'm, that's fine too <laughs> Okay My fault my guy But no uh, How you feeling bro How you I'm feeling good Especially after the crazy Last couple of hours we've had It, it was fine to me I mean you had to get your stuff done Yeah Yeah although Show me the equipment Get all the footage you need The new uh, SD card right Yeah the new SD card But besides all that We had all Everybody just coming in And just Just all the craziness With people canceling and stuff So yeah. it's just me and you this time Cause yeah, that's that's gonna be one of the things. So we would have we were gonna have four people in today's episode, but with a lot of unforeseen circumstances, uh, it's just Julian and I, which is not a bad thing. It just sucks that uh, we're in this new studio and we couldn't get uh, Josh or Brandon or Trey or Devin to come in and check it out. So, but we're here now, and we're gonna be having pretty much a cool episode with just the two of us today. We're gonna be doing the Jujutsu Kaisen Zero movie review. Then we're going to go into my review of a very crazy movie called, <laughs> what was it? Deep, uh, Deep Water? Deep Water, yeah. With that, Ben Affleck, right? With Ben Affleck and uh, Anna de Armas. Yeah, I know who she is. Yeah, so we're going to be we're doing a review on that. And uh, that's going to be about it because we only got a couple of, we only got an hour and a half now. I'll make that a good hour and a half then. A good hour and a half of studio, studio time, so yeah. Uh, so yeah, without further ado, let's go ahead and get into everything. The Midnight Drop is a movie and TV show podcast that's all about just looking at movies, discussing them, reviewing them, including with TV shows, and also giving commentary on life, pop culture, politics, society, all that good shit. And you can go ahead and follow more about us on www.themidnightdrop.com and our Instagram page, official underscore TMD podcast. You can also follow me or DM you any comments, concerns, considerations, and hatred, or whatever you're you're that type of person, at 615 underscore chill. And you can follow Julian at... Official Jew Blue on Instagram. All right. And... If you want to listen to more of these podcast episodes, you can listen to us on all the following platforms down below in the comment section and on our info box, uh, which is YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and our website, which is, again, www.themenidrop.com. But without further ado, let's go into the entire show, which I'm glad we're finally getting into because this shit. Yeah, finish this like <laughs> we what, had, right here at nine, right? We gotta finish here at night. Yeah. So, uh, if you guys uh, are can, are trying to ask what where are we at, we're in this new studio because the last studio that we were in, when we were trying to get four people, which by the way we only have two, uh, it actually uh, we decided not to go that route anymore because uh, the they <laughs> we just decided that it wouldn't be the best for us. Uh, the prices went up on it. We found this nice place that I've passed here a couple of times, and now being here, I actually 
I actually pretty dick the vibe. Yeah, it's like more. It's more. Um, what's the word? Comfortable. I'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> and so like, I guess a, it's like we got the recording button, so no one's going to disturb us. And like, no sounds coming in like last time. Yeah. So I, I feel I definitely feel good about that. Um, we're in the middle of like a like a, a whole recording station, so this is nice. If I could turn the camera around, you guys can just see what this is all about. But it's really dope, man. And the people who let us in, who booked the time with us, they're very dope people. Shout out to my nigga. <laughs> shout out to my shout out to my main man. <laughs> Not the other word. My main man, uh, Matt. Ain't he the white boy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Call him the N word. <laughs> yes. I almost said shout out to my nigga Matt. <laughs> wow. I'm real I'm <laughs> he just like, wow. I, I can't Give him the N word pass? No, <laughs> that's why I took took that shit back. No, shout out to him, man. Uh, shout out to all the people uh, who run Home, which is this great nonprofit organization that helps with uh, people who want to record podcasts, record their own music, record their own footage. It's all great. So we're here now. Um, so a little background to the episode coming in today. We were supposed to have four people today. So it's supposed to be me, you. Josh, uh, Josh, Trey. Uh, originally, every every other Saturday, it's me, you, Josh, and Brandon. But I got confused because I thought Brandon was going to be out of town because he's been in Florida for the past week. But he's actually here. But he actually wanted to relax and chill for himself. So I was like, okay, cool. Everybody needs that type of day. So he did that. Um, Josh was on his way from Cookville. He was excited because he watched Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah, that he, would have been fun. And he wanted to continue the whole conversation with um, the, the Kanye West documentary. Yeah, because it's over now. It's over, and we're going to have to hold that off a little bit more, which that sucks. And we had Trey that was coming in, which you may know from a couple episodes already. He showed up in a couple videos uh, this past week, so we're happy about that. But uh, the problem was is that Trey has a fundamentals of engineering test. So first of all, shout out to my nigga Trey. We're getting ready for that because that is a big ass test. And Josh was the one that was the freak accident one. Yeah, like it was his hood, right? It wouldn't go down. It would not go like his his car hood wouldn't go down. I would hate to be in that situation. I so it's to do. and he's in Cookville, and I and he felt uncomfortable driving the interstate. And I said, rightfully so. So don't even don't even try coming. Like I'm glad he called and told us about that. But I'm I, I'm I'm glad he's safe. But I really hope he can get his car situation. Yeah, because like figured out. I I wouldn't be able to drive like that. No, no. So I so I tried calling Brandon. Brandon said no. Nah. Uh, Devin's with his family, which that would be very unfair at the last minute to try to get him up here. But it's just Julian and I, which that will make the episode a little bit shorter per usual. Yeah. But, like, we'll be done on time, I guess. We'll probably be done on time because we won't be going too, too crazy. Um, (laughs) That Remember when I told you, we, 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 like, I picked you up and I said we had to go to uh, the Best Buy to go pick up this new SSD drive. Yeah. Which, storage for videos, it's fucking ridiculous. It. You have so many gigabytes that you're allowed in each of these SSD cards from Samsung. Samsung, And it's like you have – I have one terabyte card and I have a 500 gigabyte card. I just bought a new one terabyte card to transfer all my footage in. I still couldn't get everything in there. 
how how big are the files? Files like I had like six files, three uh and then they were divided into threes into separate cars. Okay, with cards. And I guess they're they're averaging around like 150 gigabytes. Damn, okay. Because it's in B-Raw. Black Magic Raw, goddammit. <laughs> yeah, Black so Magic's it, have a lot of have like a lot of storage. And they're set in 4K too. Oh, oh, set in 4K. Oh no! Catching niggas in 4K, <laughs> gigabytes and everything. <laughs> so it, it, so we had to go to Best Buy to go pick up the storage. And, and you said something crazy happened at Best Buy, right? Well, it wasn't nothing crazy. It was just something funny. I, I, I just saw. It was just this one woman who gave my SSD out. She just kept calling everybody. All right, love, come on in. All right, baby. All right, well, that's all good. Baby. Like those greeters in the Best Buy. Yeah, the one pickup greeters, and there was. The, she was in the pickup aisle And she was just like I'm gonna Hey what's up baby What can I do for you love And I was like Hey baby Hey babe Hey babe And it's just like I I, it, it just, I just wanted to laugh And I knew that Some people just say Babe or baby Like those old ladies In lunch line Yeah but this was, this person Was rather young And I know some people Just say that because That's just how they were raised Or that's just their way of speaking Yeah But to me it's just it, I don't know I just kind of blushed a little bit <laughs> It depends on who it is. Like it was like an old lady. I'll I'll feel good because like it feels good knowing like an old lady calls you like that. But so. it was like somebody like two years older than us. Like in their mid late twenties. Yeah. So I was just like, that's a little weird. I don't hear anybody our generation be yeah. saying that. But it's like it was still like cute, and I still got it because I was like, I'm not going to assume that like, oh, you trying to flirt with me? No, she was saying that to everybody. Yeah, I guess she's like try to like. Move along the conversation, I guess. That and just being like very cordial about it. And I was like, it's still real nice. Like, yeah. Some little sort of twang to it. What's up, baby? <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> I, I was just like, oh, that's that, that's that's funny. And I wanted to tell you in the car, but I was like, let me save it for the podcast. There was something we talked about in the car, but you can't talk about it because you got an NDA. Yeah, I could. I can't talk about it yet. I'll I'll give it like a good six, seven months. Yeah, I'm. I, I really would love to talk about it because that shit was funny. But nah, you got. It. I don't want you be. I don't want you getting sued over here. Yeah, no. I don't want you getting sued. You, you'll get sued too. Oh shit! I ain't got. I ain't got money for that. I ain't got money for that. So no. <laughs> you, you know how you know how fucked up it is and annoyance it is. It's just to get sued. Yeah. It's just you get like you just get a letter in the mail and it's just telling you like yeah you've been served for some bullshit and it's just like I either you didn't know or you knew you just wanted to hope that nobody would catch you in the act and it's like fuck <laughs> and it's not even you just losing money from the people who are suing you it's the money you have to pay for like lawyers and legal yeah. fees it's like what this is just bullshit so yeah I would not be getting sued yeah y'all want you to lose everything They're like we're taking this taking your podcast we're taking. <laughs> <laughs> this will belong to so and so. I was like, I do not want to lose this shit. I just got it. I just all the money to get all this shit. I just got it. We'll take you everything you have. <laughs> we'll take your soul. <laughs> um, I don't think it will matter like a, a good six months. I think I can tell people in six months. Oh yeah, in six months. That's usually the the cutoff time. Yeah, yeah. Or like when they start. Um, or they start promoting it because, mm-hmm. like you know, the uh, Adele concert. Yeah. So my fr- so one person I knew from school, he actually worked on that. Oh, really? Yeah. He talked about it when it was promoting. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, that should be like a good time to start talking about stuff you're on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, well, that's cool. 
And I love Adele, so I would love to hear that story some other time. Or definitely hear it. Well, you got the whole, did he tell you the whole deets of it? No, he just told me he worked on it. Oh, shit. That's like, oh, I worked on this. That's it? Yeah. Yeah. And I know Adele, is she going back on the concerts or is she still taking her little break? I have, I don't know. I think she's taking a, still taking a break. Okay. Because I know she stopped one concert or something. It was like over her boyfriend or something like that. No, she, it was a minute. It was before she had the weight loss. She stopped because of a. Marriage and all that crazy shit. And oh. now she date she dates Rich Paul. Oh. The manager, like the agent for LeBron James. Yeah. Which I didn't expect that. I didn't all. expect that either. Me neither. I was like, that's weird, but nah, yeah, it nah, I'm 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 a big Adele fan, but besides that, you doing all right, man? I'm doing great. Yeah, I know you bitch been chilling on your couch chilling on the couch over here, just Relaxing, just I'm, I keep telling you, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We're trying to get this stuff together. You just like, no, nah, I'm, I'm just chilling. Okay. Yeah, You're just having a good time. And then we were, for a minute, we were talking about uh, anime manga. We were talking about, um, <laughs> we were talking about uh, that one anime that you were just like, oh god, dress up, darling. My dress up, darling. <laughs> I might watch it. I don't know. Maybe I, I, I don't watch shows like that because the people who watch it are kind of weird. They are weird. They are very weird, but. I think I'll make this one exception. This show is actually pretty wholesome. I mean, I watch a lot of shows like that, but like, I don't like associate with the people who watch that. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> but <laughs> I just... So, for anybody who doesn't know, My Dress Up Darling is this new anime that's been coming out on Crunchyroll, and it's based off of... Or it's The story is talking about this girl who you know loves to cosplay, and she finds out that one of her classmates uh, sews... And she procures into his, I guess, his work to see if she can, like, create, like, new costumes and everything and help her with cosplay. Okay. And then she ends up, like, falling in love with him or something. Okay. Yeah. And it's, like, when I say it's wholesome, it's really wholesome because there's this whole thing about how um, these type of shows, these type of waifu shows kind of, like, follow, like, this, like, this, like, what, like, a cycle or, like, these stereotypes yeah, it's like the stereotypical will they, won't they, but she's like bullying the dude. Yeah. And this isn't like bullying. This is more like... And I hate that too. I always hate like when, <laughs> whenever a girl has like a feeling for the dude, she got to bully him for him to notice. I'm like, right. if you're bullying me, I don't want... Just say you like me. Don't bully me into thinking you like I like you or something like that. <laughs> you're like, I'm going to beat your ass until you love me. Exactly. Like, what? <laughs> Isn't that abuse? That's no. kind of toxic if you think about it. It kind of is toxic, and that's not the right way. But then they always get, like, the guy in the whole show to be, like, a wimp or, like, somebody who's just like, no, 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 no. I don't want it. it is. No, it's funny. Like, what? this one show I used to watch, like, it only came out, like, mid-2000s, mid, well, two, two, 2010s. Like, this show is called Baka and Tess. So, basically, the main character, he has two girls fall in love with him. But they mm-hmm. constantly, like, abuse him. This one girl, she's Russian. She's always, like, cracking his back, cracking his neck. Every time he says something nice about her or something like that. Mm-hmm. Then the other girl, she, um, to the point, abuses him. Like, she poisons him at one point. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? <laughs> you And you, his best friend... Mm-hmm. It's like one of those things where the girl like wants to marry him, mm-hmm. but it's to the point of torture. Like she tases him, <laughs> she <laughs> she 
She stabs his eyes with her fingers. What? She drowns him. I was like, all this to get married? Oh, my God. It doesn't make any fucking sense. You got to watch. It's actually hilarious. I'll check it out. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Do you remember that anime? Do you remember an anime or an IP called Rosary, uh, Rosary plus Vampire song? I saw the anime. I didn't read the manga. I heard the manga is way better. Manga. I peeked into the manga. Bro, yeah, they're both different as hell. It's like Rosary plus Vampire took like this comedy approach. And when it got serious, it was like, oh, this kid is a little interesting. But when it the manga itself... It's like you peeked into it, and it's just like, what the fuck is happening? Like, completely different? It's com- Like, when it gets to a certain arc, it just changes, and it's like, this is completely just different, different. But, yeah, um, that one was when I was just like, I'm watching this for the plot, but it's hard because almost every scene is, like, just titties and ass, and it's like, fuck. <laughs> I'm trying, like, <laughs> like, I'm scared my parents, like, I'm in middle school watching this, so I'm scared that my parents are going to come to my room and be like, hey, son, is this that duet? Oh, my God. Funny story. <laughs> so, when I was younger, I wasn't allowed to watch Adult Swim, right? Right. So, what I do, I wait till my parents go to sleep. When they go to sleep, they're knocked out. They're not going to hear anything. <laughs> so, me and my brother, we walk downstairs to the downstairs uh, living room. Turn on the TV. We watch Adult Swim, like, Tsunami all night. Tsunami was that shit. It really was. It's still going on. It's really good. It is. I don't even watch it that much because I don't be staying up watching, like, cable TV. I do. Like, turns out, they actually produce, like, Adult Swim, they're producing their own anime. That's good. Yeah, and it's, like, and it's actually really good. It's not, like, mediocre or anything like that. I gotta give that a try. They're actually showing the new Blade Runner anime. Yeah, I heard about that. I heard, even though it's three D, I was like, "I'll give it a shot." It's okay. Yes, yeah, okay, okay. Because I've heard some criticisms about it, but that was when the trailer came out and everybody was trying to judge it before. That there. was the trailer. Yeah, I, I was kind of judging too. I was like, "Uh, three D." Then later on, I was like, "Okay, this is like pretty clean three D." Yeah, I'll give it that. I'll check it out. Um, yeah, Toonami was that shit, and I actually watched some like some old like cartoon bumpers regarding it. Yeah, and. Yeah, man, I might have to go back to watch cable TV just to catch it. Or something it, like that. it was our 25th anniversary a few days ago. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, because I remember like Toonami was pretty much they kept it was it was a big hit. It was like a cult classic or whatever because people you just stay up watch it. I would stay up and watch Naruto, Samurai Jack, um, Dragon Bleach. Ball Z, Bleach, they One had Piece. It, all. it was it was fucking awesome. And it would be the four kids dub of, of one oh piece. yeah the, it, was, it was the four kids dub and they yeah. switched to the Funimation yeah because Funimation was like we ain't doing this shit no more no we ain't doing this no more but um then there was a point where like they just I guess Tom just said yeah we're decommissioning we'll see you next time he flies off and it's like the saddest shit ever I was so mad I was like because everybody was like what the fuck then they came back but then it was an April Fool's joke then they actually came back for real. Uh-huh. I was like, think, because like, they came back like when um, it came back like 2012, I think. Yeah, I was like, I was in middle school when they came back. Where, where were we in middle school? I think it came yeah. back in high school. No, it came back when I was, when I was in middle school. Okay, I remember like no show like we went to the same middle school. <laughs> yeah, you you didn't watch it with us. You know, I think we did. I think I did. Yeah, because like, I remember well, that's when that's when we we're watching Soul Eater. Yeah, we were reading Soul Eater and watching Soul Eater. Yeah, that's why I was, that's why I remember. And we were like, we were scared as hell too. Because like we I were, wasn't. I was laughing. 
Nah, no, we were. I was scared as hell reading that shit at school because I didn't want no. Oh yeah, okay. to be like, are you reading titties? <laughs> it's like no. <laughs> Not yet. It was kind of. It was kind of like Horny. perverted at, at first. Perverted as hell. <laughs> I read this shit for the plot and for the titties, but <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, like Toonami came back, and I was like, this is fucking awesome because you started watching like this oh this new anime that comes in, and then they brought us some cool classics, and I know they brought in stuff like Cowboy Bebop and you in Yasha, um, oh the old Dragon Ball series at one point, yeah. And then, oh, Naruto. And then they just started updating it with, like, Naruto Shippuden, new seasons of Bleach, new seasons of One Piece. Um, they added some new gen anime. and I was like, like, Attack on Titan. Yeah. Which that, is really crazy. You know what's really crazy? What? So, you know that show Space Dandy? Yeah. So, it turns out, they showed the dub before it was subbed. <laughs> I was like, how is that, that even legal? How's that even possible? I mean, I can say it's possible because it's probably like, okay, we see something and we're like, we're just going to dub it. But yeah. I don't know. They dubbed, they showed the dub, English dub before the Japanese dub. That's weird. I was like, is that, like, is that even legal? How's that even happen? I, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, Toonami was, Toonami was, had that cool shit, especially when they had the movie releases. Oh, yeah. I remember watching like the Batman Beyond movie release. Um, you remember when Cartoon Network, before they rebranded themselves to doing more live action, they did like before they did DC Universe. They had like the the movie block where they had like action movies like every Friday or Saturday. Yeah, I remember that. The first movie they had was Superman Doomsday. Yeah, I remember that. No, and then they had Batman Return of the jo- Batman Beyond Return of the Joker, and then they had Mass of Phantasm, and then they had the Naruto movies. Anime. I was just like, this is fucking awesome. And then Cartoon Network just suddenly just said. We're going to do more live action shit and we're going to go into more of this demographic because we don't want to do this action stuff anymore. Yeah, because like that's when they're, they started changing like it was like during high school. Like that's when they started changing. They started changing and it's just it's, you just started to realize that your whole like, our generation starting to just get older. Yeah, because it was just like we can't just sit up here and just watch stuff like uh, Toonami or Cartoon Network anymore. Like, we go, unless you like the shows on there, like I still watch Cartoon Network a bit because they had my my favorite regular my favorite shows, regular show and Adventure Time. Yeah, I was a, I was a Cartoon Network kid growing up. I was too. The only time I watch Cartoon Network now is like for Adult Swim, basically. Yeah, I don't even watch it at all. I'll I'll go on HBO Max and watch like old Cartoon Network shows. Like I binge watch regular show. Oh yeah. I, I binge watch Ed and Eddie. Oh my god, that show! That was, was my show. That was the shit. And the way how they ended the series with the movie—that was good. That was yeah. When you rewatch it, you're just like, man, they actually put some thought into it. Yeah, I was like, it's actually pretty sad if you think about it. Yeah, especially like the ending because the brother beats up Ed. <laughs> Turns out Ed, the way Eddie acts that way is because his brother's like. A dick to him his, his brother's like abuse Like that was the first time We watched like You watch a cartoon Like a cartoon movie And then like the whole twist It's like You actually were just like Jesus Christ I, I was like, <laughs> like what I was actually fuck? happy To see someone New in the show Then it turned out He's like a whole jerk I was like Like someone like You were disappointed In the fact that This character that was Referenced throughout The entire series Finally comes up In this big moment In the movie you just find out, wow! I, 
I wonder I, any of the way he, he, he Everyone is. just started feeling so sympathetic Like okay we finally realized Why you're why you're this way Because your brother's an abusive dick Yeah he's so abusive Like he was being up Everyone Well not everyone but like The he, main three Yeah he was beating up those three And then he was threatening to kick everybody's ass Then Kevin will be here like Stop it man Go do something Kevin <laughs> Kevin's just like I don't know I don't know. I don't know. He calls it the whole series. He calls, calls the three Eddies a blockhead. But then it's just like in that moment, he's just like, I don't want to fuck with that shit, man. I don't, I don't want to fuck with them. And it's just, man, the way that whole movie ended was cool. It but, was cool. I was like, glad to see like them being all friends together. Yeah. Car- Cartoon Network is, is, is a fucking dope. Uh, program, but just as it got older, as we got older and it started changing, it just didn't get as good. Like there, there, the whole period I said they were doing live action stuff. They did like a destruction, yeah, destroy, build, destroy. Yeah, I was like that was stupid. Um, they did live action Ben Ten movies. That one, okay, the, those were. <sighs> the first one went actually like kind of liked. The second one, I was like, what is going on? I was like, they, they did like the Alien Force live action. I was like. This is just a new character out of nowhere. I'm like, I was like, the fuck is this? I thought this? the girl was Julie. I was like, the fuck is this? And, and then this new girl. They were doing like live action everything. And I was just like, what are we actually doing here? And then they said we want to go into that market because kids like, like live action. It's like, no. To be honest, the only live action show I liked on that was Dude, What Would Happen? What was that about again? It was basically like, it was basically, um, What's that show? Um, were those two dudes MythBusters? It was basically a kids MythBusters. Really? Yeah, it was all right. I actually enjoyed it a little bit. I can't remember that. I mean, Destroy Build Destroy was okay, but it was like, and then they had like special guest stars from the new Ben Ten movie, and it's like those aren't special guest stars. Those are niggas I don't even know. Then like, what was that one show with the roller coasters? That one was cool. That one was cool, actually. That one was. I'd be cool. so hyped answering the questions while they're on the roller coasters. Yeah, because I was just like, that actually is pretty a, a good idea. But I was like, this isn't like Cartoon Network. The whole point of Cartoon Network is to have cartoons, and when yeah. you take away your hard hitters because you feel like that's not what people want anymore, I'm like, you don't know your audience. You don't know that not only kids watch this shit. Like the fact that you had all of these great shows. Samurai Jack, Ed and a Powerpuff Girls, um, Dexter's Laboratory, uh, Billy and Mandy. In turn, like, did you watch the final season of uh, Samurai Jack? Yeah, and I watched the final season. The fact that that came on on Adult Swim, I was just like, this is better than the than the Samurai Jack I've seen before. Yeah, it's, it's not perfect, but it's good. It's great. I guess like they wanted to go uh, more mature with that season. Yeah, because uh, Tarvnowski. Uh, I think that's how you pronounce it. He's done Dexter's Laboratory, but he does Primal now. Yeah, I saw Primal's getting a second season. No, it's no, it's awesome. He's working on two shows at the same time. What's the other show? It's called like it's called Unicorn something. It's, it's actually, <laughs> it looks it looks pretty good actually. It's like these four characters. And it's like a. It was like um, I gotta remember. It's something, but yeah, it's just the fact that some of these shows get rebooted and they're like or revived or they pick back up to where they are, and it's like you they air them at like Adult Swim or like HBO or like on streaming services. Yeah. It's like Cartoon Network. You really got to pick your shit up. And 
some people are still waiting on shows like Conan Kids Next Door to continue because that ended on a cliffhanger. It did? Yeah, because they were supposed to do like a whole Conan Kids Next Door in space. Oh, yeah, because like number one went to space, didn't he? Yeah, and there was something about like. But they do a, didn't they do a time skip, right? They did a time skip, but then they want to talk about like the events in between that time oh, skip. Okay. It was a little weird, but yeah, it's just Cartoon Network was just. Mm. It was just different, man. Then, like, there's some good shows that uh, Adult Swim are, are releasing, like Smiling Friends. Smiling Friends, I gotta watch that. It's really good. Like, in my opinion, I thought it was gonna be like just another adult animation, like, a, like you know, like those stereotypes. Yeah, yeah. But turns out it's actually really thoughtful because you think something's gonna go one way, but then it goes completely different and makes it better. I gotta. I've heard that, and I gotta check that out. Like, people have raved about this show. And I know Adult Swim is also responsible for shows like Rick and Morty. Yeah. And Rick and Morty is like a... a That's going to be here for a long time, like... And I, I'm starting... Last season was like, yeah, it was okay. It was cool. It was cool. It ended in a crazy way. That was great, but... I mean, throughout the season, I was like, yeah, but... Yeah, man, Cartoon Network, they, they be fun, fumbling the bag at times, and... Yeah. But I got... we. We now live in a world where we just can stream the shit we, we, we love before. No, no, okay, here's what's funny. My friend, he says, so they're adding ads to streaming services now, right? He's, to Hulu, yeah, I know. To they Hulu, better, Disney Plus, HBO Max. They adding it to HBO Max and Disney Plus? Yes, it's going to be cheaper with ads. <laughs> but the funny thing is, it's just cable all over again. It is. It's cable all over again. Well, to be exact, it's Xfinity all over again on demand. What the f- Have we not learned anything? <laughs> it's just have on- we not learned anything? <laughs> it's just on demand all over again. What the fuck? That's what you said. I'm like, that makes a lot of sense. Because, like, it's on demand. But, like, we're choosing what we want to watch. But I don't... <laughs> don't want ads that was the whole point of netflix you know i'm gonna go on this rant real quick because i have been feeling this type of way for a minute you know what it is i like having stuff like hbo max i'm cool with stuff like hulu but we shouldn't be having this shit already man netflix had everything like netflix and hulu had everything like remember the good old days you go on netflix they had a large library of anime they had a large library of all these tv shows and you can just get that service and you're good to go. And they had a very cheap rate. But the problem is, is that everybody else started getting greedy and said, you know, we can just make our own streaming service. Exactly. And, and it's just, why? I think the only ones that are, we need is just Netflix, Disney Plus, and HBO Max. Those three. I mean, you could you can make an argument for Hulu because Hulu's been, lo- been here longer than Disney Plus. Isn't Hulu like joining Disney Plus? Hulu's already joined Disney Plus. Yeah, so like... You can just get that bundle and that's it. Yeah, yeah, you can get that bundle. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Netflix, HBO Max, because you have the Warner Brothers stuff. And then you can just do um, and then you can do Disney Plus. Yeah. And then just be on mature content, which they're doing now. What I just hate is that Netflix had everything. And then all these other broadcast companies saying, we're just going to take our shit back. We're going to put contracts on them. And we're going to say this is exclusively on this and netflix was already planning on doing like their own types of 
properties their own movies and TV shows yeah but it's just it's like it's good but the worst part about it is that you have to get all these different services to watch certain movies or shows and even there are some movies and shows you can't even get on streaming services you just have to go buy them on like YouTube or VOD and it's like exactly what the fuck or like wait until wait for a very long time yes now that's not to discredit everything we've been getting so far because streaming wars, it's been a little interesting and in just people making their own type of content. Like we're able to get through like FCC, uh, FCC regulations and waves. So we can just be like, okay, we can get like more adult content. Like I'm grateful that Amazon prime was able to put the money in for like shows like the boys and Invincible. Oh yeah. Amazon prime. We need that too, actually. Yeah. I'm, yeah. There's another one right there. And then I'm also grateful that we got stuff like on Netflix where they go into these own movies and TV shows and it's like hit or miss, but it's just, it's just so much that's going on right now. It's just like, I really wish we can go back to the days where I can just go on to Netflix and I can choose between watching 10 seasons of law and order SVU Oh yeah, or Sergeant Frog. I remember that. Yeah. And Sergeant Frog was my shit when I was younger. When I was like, when I first had uh, Netflix, I guess like some anime I watched was some I already, I already knew about, like Soul Eater, for example. I watched Soul Eater. Yeah, that was that shit. Then I watched some new ones like Fate. Have you watched Fate? Yeah, I'm addicted to Fate because of Netflix. I'm not addicted to it because they have everything Fate wise. I was like, okay, yeah, it's so confusing. Like the timeline, I watched this, then that, then watch the re- time, reboot of the timeline. I'm like, why so much? I don't know. <laughs> It's so confusing. Yeah. But all right. That is it for the first part of this entire episode. Uh, this is the Midnight Drop. I'm your host, Jordan Malone. This is Julian. Uh, once we come back from this break, we're going to go into our review of Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, uh, one of the hottest anime movies based off one of the hottest anime series that we have so far right now. Uh, and afterwards, we're going to get into my very quick, crazy review of Deep Water. But like I said, this is the Midnight Drop. See you right there. I'll steer right then. I don't know. <laughs> Just stay.
We are back here on the Midnight Drop. I'm your host, Jordan Malone. This is Julian. So we're here today, and we're going to be going into our review of Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, newest movie that came out uh, Thursday, Friday. Thursday, yeah, Thursday. And well, it officially came out Friday, but you get early screenings on. Thursday. Yeah. So I watched it on Friday. I watched it on Thursday. Uh, Thursday with my brother. Okay. So I had a interesting time. Um. Yeah, this is this is a movie based off of the hit anime series Jujutsu Kaisen, which it's preparing its second season in 2023, and the manga is going crazy right now. But this movie is an adaptation of the prequel series, the prequel series Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, which follows one of the biggest uh, characters in the movie, uh, Yuta ok- Okakatsu. Yeah, I think you got that. Yeah, yeah. Okakatsu, Okakatsu, and um, just follows like. A story about a young boy, Yuta, who has a cursed spirit, uh, which is basically the embodiment of his childhood lover, Rika. And he ends up uh, through the advice, the force advice of Gojo, basically goes into Jujutsu Kaisen. Jujutsu High. Yeah, there's no Kaizen. I was like, what the fuck? But yeah, Jujutsu High, uh, where he tries to acclimate himself and become one of the best Jujutsu sorcerers ever. And uh, this also comes in as one of the main villains of the story, Ghetto. Why did I say Ghetto? (laughs) Ghetto. I think it's Ghetto. I'll call him Ghetto. (laughs) (laughs) No, Ghetto. Ghetto basically is trying to do the Night of Parade. Yeah. Parade. And we get to finally see what that battle is all about. But having said all of that, we're going to give you guys our review of the movie. Uh, and I'll just just go ahead and get skip first reactions. How did you uh, how did you feel about this movie? I love the movie. Did you now? Yeah. Like I give it a four point five out of five. Mm-hmm. If you do it out of ten, out of ten, I give it like a nine out of ten. Okay. I, I man, we go to. Uh, like like number reviews really real quick, but um, if I have to give mines, I give it like a. I'm gonna have to give mines a seven. A seven, yeah. And I have to, I'll give mines in two different scores because I feel like I've hit, we're hitting that whole area to where, just, like in other stuff that I reviewed, I've had to get like two dip, two separate scores for what they are. As a Jujutsu Kaisen fan, I give this movie. I give this movie an eight and a half. Enough. As a as a movie goer, somebody who may have not know what the series is all about, I give this a seven. It's really crazy because like some people just watch like watch for the first time without knowing what Jutsu Kaisen is, and they love it. Yeah, because like I guess like you don't have to know anything. Well, I guess it'll be confusing once you watch the actual show. Because Yuta is the main character of the movie, but he's not the main character of the, the show. show. Yeah. Itadori is yeah. the main character of the show. Yeah, so for people who don't know, this is based off the Jujutsu Kaisen series as a prequel to it. So in the series, throughout season one, they reference the main character of this prequel movie, and he's basically this badass that's like second to Gojo, who is like OP in this entire series. One of the most OP characters right now in current gen anime. And you finally get to be in this movie, and you finally get to see what this guy is all about. And I'll say this for right now. This movie just seems like this could be its own series. Or this is the prototype series for Jujutsu Kaisen. That's what I was thinking. Which I read up. It 
technically was the prototype series. Oh, okay. So I guess the author, I might, I, I hope I get this right, but there was somewhere in like a wiki, uh, a wiki or something, to where it's like this was considered like the prototype series, like the. Because like like the prototype to like before of the Jujutsu Kaisen before we got a one we have now to where we're gonna follow the story of Yuta and becoming a you know a Jujutsu sorcerer, but then they were saying why about we just do this we change up some things we still add this in as a prequel as like a you know we still add this other character but let's not follow him because they wanted to do something different they wanted to do something kind of fresh because I will say in this movie it felt like the typical anime yeah it kind of yeah at first it did. But then, like, it changed up a little bit. But, like, yeah, some uh, authors do that. Yeah, like, they write a prototype for their uh, manga. If it doesn't, if it gets accepted, they're going to write something completely different. Like, in One Piece, uh, Oda, he wrote Romance Dawn. Yeah. It was basically a prototype One Piece. We see Luffy all grown up with his own crew, like a new crew, not with Zoro, Nami, Chopper, and all of them. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's a prototype. So, I guess, like, when... He wrote his prototype. He added it in later on in the show. That's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's some good shit. Some One Piece I want to talk to you about. Yeah. <laughs> but. I can talk all day about One Piece. Oh, my God. Yeah. But uh, with this with this movie, I, I'll, I'll go in and say some of the things that I really liked about it. Um, I think as someone who's watched the series, I've, I really like the series art direction and the animation. Yeah. And I think for this movie, it nailed it. I think it nails it nails it. Mappa is undefeated when it comes to the animation. It sucks about the work conditions the the animators oh, yeah, have to they're, go through. They're uh experiencing work working deaths almost every day cuz yeah. like they're they're producing Jujutsu Kaisen, Attack on Titan, Chainsaw Man. Um they already did past projects that fucked them up. Yeah, like door like there's like Dora Hidoro. Yeah, Dora Hidoro. They also did the Yasuke anime. Yeah. So the fact that they've done so much to give us this content, like I wish I can go over there and like do something, but I and know I don't have that. Problem. They have so, they literally have so many projects. They decide like they should be like, okay, we have enough projects. We need to like finish these first, then we'll do something new. Right. But they pick up. I'm really excited for Chainsaw Man because I love the manga so much. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the, that's gonna be the one to cause like work related deaths because <laughs> Chainsaw Man is crazy. Oh, it's crazy as fuck, and, and I think for something like this, I think Mappa. I swear to God, Mappa's gonna do like a Chainsaw Man movie, the Attack on Titan movie that's being rumored right now. Oh, really? Yeah, it's being rumored that there's like an Attack on Titan movie. Mappa seeing Jujutsu Kaisen Zero on the big screen in IMAX, I was like. Yeah, man, I would love to see an Attack on Titan movie on the big screen because the animation, the art style, everything about it just looks really good. I was actually pretty worried about the uh, studio change because now when, st- when they change studios, anime goes downhill. Yeah. But like with Attack on Titan. It's it, consistent. It's actually better in my honest opinion. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's a, that's a debate, but I would say that it does look better in a lot of areas. Yeah. There is a certain style with wit that I appreciate. but Oh, I yeah, wit, wit, wit is crazy. It is crazy good, but Mappa is like, wow, you've you've captured the look of the entire manga very well, and I appreciate that. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, the animation here in Jujutsu Kaisen Zero looks great. Um, when it comes down to knowing these characters, uh, 
you know, Gojo here is over is overpowered. He's he was throwing awesome. hands the whole movie. He had a he had a scene in this entire movie that my brother and I just were like, "Oh shit! Oh oh shit! Oh my god!" Like we were just acting like bona fide niggas in the theater, and I was just and people just looking at us like, "Are they okay?" Was it the scene where he was like spamming that uh, yes. king and dude? Yes, one dude in the no. It was like after the movie, like I was on Twitter. One dude said that was racially motivated. <laughs> no, I said I picked. You know what I did? You know what I did? I picked up the phone. I said, "Hold on, where's my phone?" I picked up the phone. I said, "Hello, please. Hello, please. I like to pour a hate crime." No, I said the same thing. I was like, "Dang, he's fucking him up." <laughs> this man, <laughs> and, and it wasn't even better that this man had a whip. Yeah, he had a whip and everything, and a whip, a weapon of his people. And I was just like, "God damn, have we not learned?" <laughs> and um. At least he didn't die. Oh, he didn't die. Which I, he, 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 like, he's good now, right? The Kingan dude. Yeah, I think he's he's cool peoples. He cool peoples. But uh, yeah, Gojo here was great. I mean, um, you have some of the characters here from um, the uh, show, like uh, Maki Panda, Maki Panda Inayama. Yeah, and you know, you see characters like Gito, where uh, Gito, he, he in this one, what's different is just his motivations and just how he acts a little bit. Where yeah, like it's actually pretty different. Cause like the, I don't want to spoil anything from the manga. Yeah, but it's like you'll see you'll see why he's different in the manga than the uh, movie. Yeah, and in this one, it's just like you can clearly see. Like if you're a first time, you're just like, oh, is he always like this? But if you're a if you're an anime watcher, you're just like, okay, what what the fuck is going on? Because he doesn't have like the stitches. He doesn't have. Yeah, they're going to explain that when you read the manga. And once they get the season, or they two. get the season two, yeah, yeah. And if you're a manga reader, you're like, you know exactly. Yeah, what the you fuck know what's going to happen. And I, I didn't know about it until after watching this, and I was like, oh shit! But that helped me go into the rabbit hole, which is the Jujutsu Kaisen manga. But yeah, I mean, Gito in this entire movie was pretty dope. Um but getting to our main character, Yuta. Yuta is a little bit stereotypical in terms of just what he is as the main protagonist. Like, he definitely has plot armor. Yeah. But I think for the most part, I actually liked him a lot. I actually like him more than Itadori. Really? Yeah, because especially when you see him, you're going to see him in season two. He's going to be more badass. And then... In the recent chapters of the manga, he's it's, it focuses more on him. Yeah, and I think watching this movie made me want to read the manga more. It yeah. made me want to di- digest Jujutsu Kaisen content, which that's what this movie should be about. It should force people. It sh- it should motivate people who haven't seen the series or who have to go watch the show or to read the manga to catch up to figure out what's going on. And I think with Yuta, even though he he does some things that are very you know stereotypical for an anime protagonist like him i think for the most part they really hit at home hit a home run with his character and he is very much a badass towards the end now i have some questions i have some things i would like to say i i, I didn't like but i think for what it is i really like this character yeah I, I actually felt invested into him and i actually wanted to know you know more about his past and just his whole relationship with rika uh the cursed spirit rika yeah, uh, beside him, <laughs> had some very fucking funny moments. Yeah, I was like, especially towards the end, which I'll get to that later on. But yeah, I mean, oh man, Jesus, my phone is blowing up. I'm so sorry. You're good. What is going on? But no, any um, anything you wanted to add on for 
what you liked. Okay, what else I liked? Um, how did you feel about the? How did you feel about the fight scenes? They were good as always. Like you know, Mappa, they know how to do a fight scene. Like, have you seen God of High School? Yes, they were throwing hands in that show. <laughs> Motherfuckers, <laughs> I saw that shit. I always go, had to go back to the clips of those fight scenes. Those fights were like the anime itself was all right. The the God of High School, but like. It's like the only show I'll say is saved by animation because the compared to like the webtoon is based off of, they cut a lot of important stuff out of the webtoon. Uh, really? Yes. Like it was to the point where I was like, some scenes in the show didn't make any sense. Yeah, and and I think they're not doing season two of God of High School. I, I, I they didn't confirm it yet, but uh, okay. But yeah. then like back to like uh, Chuzu Kaisen, they had some good fight scenes, especially when they get to like the war, which. I, I I don't think the war was that great. I don't think it was amazing, but I think for what they did, they 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 put, they had some good. They, the they war was wasn't great. It was like the main fight between Yuta and Gito. I actually really liked. Yeah, that fight was dope. I mean, the fight scenes in here, especially with actually underrated fight Panda versus Gito. Oh, that was good. That was actually pretty good. Like Panda, I expect him to. I'm gonna be honest. When I see when I saw Panda for the first time in uh, Jujutsu Kaisen anime. I thought it was gonna be like a comedy relief because you know a talking panda is funny. But you actually see he's actually a good fighter. Yeah, he he had some jokes in here that hit it that hit right. But the fight the fights in here this is why I like Panda because Panda is just like I I'm I'm about that shit, motherfucker. Then I saw him in like the opening for the first time. I was like, is he is this a panda during parkour? <laughs> I was like, okay, I, I'm invested. I want to see. I actually want to know why this panda is being so much ass. <laughs> he just turns into a, like a mecha panda or whatever. But yeah, he's like a gorilla panda. It's like, holy shit, this mecha beat my ass. But, um, yeah, you just had like the fight scenes in here with typical map of goodness. Um, something I did appreciate was that in a movie that was this short, I did like some the character interactions. Yeah, the, definitely. The character interactions in here were really cool, and I think this what makes it uh, a good movie for people who haven't watched a film, like who, who haven't never heard of Jujutsu Kaisen, is that even though there are some things about the pacing I want to talk about. Oh, yeah, the pacing was like the only problem, yeah, in my opinion. the pacing, you do get a sense of like, yeah, there is some development with these characters. They do have good times with each other. They do like each other later on, and then you get to see that growth. It's like, oh, I like that. Like the whole training scene with Maki and Yuta. Yeah, and like sword, like practicing, you know, sword fighting and figuring out how to get stronger. Um, even if that whole three month bullshit was weird. Yeah, I was like, it's three months already. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that that was weird. I did like those interactions, including some of the nice uh, exchanges of dialogue between yeah. Mikey and uh, Yuta and Yuti and Inunami. Um, especially that last interaction with, like, the interactions with Go- Gojo and uh, Gito. They weren't, it wasn't long. They weren't long at all, but they established very well that, like... They were best friends. They were best friends, and there's some shit that, that went No, down. actually... There's gonna be like a, a season two, and not to spoil anything. Uh, light spoilers. It's gonna go into like Gojo's uh, past, yeah, because that's technically because that hap- does that happen before the crazy anime arc or I mean, the crazy manga it, arc? It's before the crazy anime arc. You mean manga arc? Manga arc. Yeah. So she- yeah, I, of course they're gonna go down in season two. So season three might be because that's when we see Gojo unlock his potential, like the uh, infinity. Yeah. That's when he unlocks like the OP power of it. Yeah. So. 
Maybe this whole maybe this whole movie just goes into season two where we kind of know about that friendship. But yeah, that's I, where season two is going to go. I wouldn't even be mad if they did like a whole movie, if they did this like a two part film or something. Or I can just, see it more of a special. I don't see it more of a movie. I feel like it would have been cool as a movie to, to see uh, Gojo's past because that's uh, I'll, I'll go into one of my negatives here. It's just some of the stuff in this movie is that you, you see it as a prequel series and it's like knowing that you don't know if they're going to make another movie like this. You have to ask the question as someone who hasn't watched Jujutsu Kaisen, are they going to explore more of this past? And I feel like that goes into the pacing and kind of the storytelling, just not for the the movie in general, but also just the, the overall story of Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, where you go into, you establish these character relationships like Gito and some of his uh, family members, like quote-unquote family members, uh, Gojo and Gito, some of the teachers with Gojo, um, Yuta and Rika, and all these different characters. I felt like even though you had nice character interactions, you established these histories with these characters, and it's nice if you could revisit them a little bit more, like have some cool dialogue. Oh, okay, I know what you're talking about, like cool. more... More history. Show us more of that interaction, that history. Yeah, I think that for Yuta and Rika, I get, but for like Gito and Gojo... They're saving that for season two. I, yeah, but it, I feel like for a movie like this, I would it would have been cool if you made this movie like that was one thing. This this movie, I'm, I'm gonna be crazy on this, but I felt like this movie could have been okay with going like two hours and twenty minutes, two hours, or two hours and thirty minutes. Honestly, I feel like a good two hours could be good. Two Cause hours. Cause it was like, like it was an hour and what forty seven minutes, forty five minutes, forty five minutes. Because, and I felt like for how this movie was paced and everything. I felt like it needed to be longer to add some stuff in because I feel like you have enough action and enough interesting moments, uh, enough interesting history between characters to really get a sense of what they're all like. And people would be okay with this. Like, sure. You want to get this out, but it's just like, yeah. And this leads to to something that I, I will say that I don't know if it's controversial or not, but I feel like Mappa knew what they had. That they have this great animation, they have great fight scenes, so they're like, "Fuck it, let's put something that's like an hour and forty five minutes, make it into a movie, and then we'll just be like, here we go, let's make some money, and we're just already gonna put this shit on the newest, uh, newest anime." Because I feel like the lack of details they left in here, and some of the stuff, how fast the pacing is, how how kind of a little messy the pacing was, I feel like they're gonna say, "Oh, you want something better? We'll put this on an anime in season two. Yeah, because, like, they don't want... I feel like they don't want to spoil anything. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it would go to spoiler territory. Like, what happened between Guido and... uh Gojo. Yeah. And just what what's his whole beef with him? And I feel like... That's when that's when season two will... Ha- that's when season two would uh, answer. Yeah, and my question is, do you think that they, season two is going to be Gojo's past and then the... the ha- and the... Like, uh, it'll be Gojo's past and, and then, uh, Shibuya. Is that, is that right? No, no, no. I'm thinking Gojo's past and then Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. Oh, and then Z- no. season three is Shibuya incident arc. Oh no, season two is gonna be Shibuya. They really said that. That's that's what it's gonna be like. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I was like, yeah, it's really the next arc. Like, if we're not talking about Gojo, okay. Because it just felt like and they ta- and they uh they hyped it up in season one. Like, uh-huh. we're going we're going to start in Shibuya. On uh, October 31st, mm-hmm. Halloween. I was like, okay. Because it just feels like, because it really just felt like 
this was one of those another one of those anime movies to where you're gonna put this shit on your anime your next anime season like they did with Demon Slayer. Oh yeah, that's like, why I kind of hate. Like, what was the point of that? Yeah, like I don't know. Just, did that Dragon Ball Z too? Like Dragon Ball Super did that shit. Yeah, the first two arcs were literally the movies, Battle of Gods, and then Resurrection of Frieza. Yeah, which they added some stuff was cool. But it's just like... What was the point? Yeah, and plus, some of this animation wasn't as good as the movie, so it's just like, wow, really? Yeah, like, the animation was not as consistent as the movie. And knowing that you have a manga that's already, like, way past, like, the TV series, it's like, fuck. Mon's opinion, like, the Dragon Ball Super manga is way better than the anime. Yeah, and Boruto even did that. Oh, yeah, Bor- Yeah, I was like, Boruto did that, and I was like, no, Boruto gets an exception because... They did a thing towards, like, the villain to where they fixed it to where it's like, okay, he's not just big, this big brute. Like, they actually changed uh, Momoshiki. Yeah, they in, changed Momoshiki. Into, like, this an actual badass design. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I know you're talking about. Like, it was, like, it was completely different. Like, um, like instead of, like, the big brute. Yeah. You, they actually changed it to someone who's slicker and had all these different tattoos. Or the coil. <laughs> like, yeah. This, and I was like, that's actually pretty dope. And the fight scenes were actually much better. Like, there was some stuff that they changed in there. But I was like, the fight scene in here just felt dope. Like, I won't say, like, it was, like, a whole lot better than the movie one because the movie one was dope. But I just felt like the, the TV series one is like, wow, you you matched the hype level. If you think about it, Boruto is not as bad as people say it is. It's just, like, the fi- like while I was first watching Boruto, the, the episodes are like, Wait, all these the first arc was literally filler. <laughs> I was like, I wasted all that time for some bullshit. Exactly for filler. I'm like, when, let me know when we get to actual stuff. Yeah, so it's just, it's just it just wastes times, and I feel like that is something that I get a, a feeling from just like certain like anime movies that are based off of anime series. The only exception that I give is probably Dragon Ball Super. Bro. Yeah, because like. That was their movies super. Are, are uh their new movies are like canon like Battle of Gods, Resurrection F, Broly. I think the new one, Superhero. That's canon. Yeah, that's when you can. Like <laughs> Piccolo's light skin now. <laughs> <laughs> this, this nigga just rubbed some Vaseline and just said, I got a new form. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? And that's like his um it's like potential unleashed. Yeah, potential unleashed, which look, I'm just happy we got a new form. Yeah. I just want to see what that's all about. Um, I think Gohan's gonna get a new form too. It's it's rumored that he's getting one. Motherfucker, some some dude rumored Super Saiyan Four Gohan. I'm like, you know how how fucked up that would be in the timeline. Then um, they said Cell might come back. There's a lot of things about that movie, but there, there it's just the thing about like certain anime movies based off a series that it's like in between a series or it's a prequel or something. And it's just like, they leave a lot of details out because you're going to get that more in the anime series. Exactly. And it's like, this, it, it, it kind of feels like a cash grab at some points. Cause it's just like, okay, you know, all these people are going to get, are going to come to your seats, going to buy tickets because it's their favorite series. And it's like a prequel or whatever. And it has their favorite characters. But if you know, you're going to put on an anime series, it's just like, you just took my money and just said, Oh, oh yeah, I got, you can just watch the series. With I feel like with zero is different. They want like, combined. They wanted to make it like another season for y'all to wait. But like I guess, movie, yeah, yeah, a because movie would be better. Because I mean, you the series is coming out twenty twenty three, so it's like, oh, let's fill you guys' appetite by giving you this movie. So, and I, and that's you know, I know I'm not trying to say this makes the movie bad, you know, 
my brother hated this film. Yeah, your you say your brother like didn't like like he disliked it. He disliked he disliked it. The soundtrack. He disliked it. The storytelling. Uh, I thought the music was pretty good. Uh, I, I won't say the soundtrack is perfect, but I think it's just okay. I yeah. mean, my favorite anime soundtracks is from Attack on Titan. Oh yeah, Bleach. A little bit of Naruto, Evangelion. I ain't gonna lie. I think Bleach is like my favorite when it comes to music. Oh, it's a fucking amazing. Like, like especially like the villains and some characters have like the Spanish guitar. Yeah, if you if you listen to certain tracks from Bleach slow, like slow down, it gives off this super menacing vibe. But yeah, the soundtrack for Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, it wasn't as good as the series. I think the series was like, oh man. Yeah, the series got some good songs. Yeah, the the movie here had like some a good song, which was towards like the final battle with Gito and Yuta, where especially during that last cannon blast, I was like, yeah. Which, by the way, that scene with that scene that enti- the entire theater just went like. Oh, the power of love. <laughs> the, and I thought he threw up the middle finger, but I go in the manga, he just throws up this. No, he throws up the middle finger in the movie. I'm just like, oh, shit. It's the, it's the power of love. He basically, Yuta just basically goes up and just says, oh, oh, wait, let me restart this. So, this entire scene, spoilers for anyone who haven't seen it, but basically, Yuta and Gito are fighting. Gito's heavily damaged, and then Gito's like, I'm just going to go ahead and use my pa- most powerful curse. And I'm going to use one of my most powerful abilities by putting all of these curses into one like death ball. <laughs> I was like, "That's like, that's not good." I was like, that's not good. And I was like, "This seems like just every final villain's final battle." <laughs> final- I mean, it is Gito, so it's Gito. So yeah, and then Yuta's just like, "Let me just give me all of your power, and I'll just spend the rest of my life with you." He says, "I love you," and then he, he gets that final blast, <laughs> and then he just kisses. He kisses Yuta. No, he kisses Rika. Yeah. And Rika just over here having an orgasm. Her like a third eye open like a first eye. Open. Oh, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. It's it was like, like basically that um a love Kamehameha. <laughs> I was ever like it went to black and it just heard a and I was just, everyone was like, Oh, uh, what? And it's just like, did he just he kissed the he kissed the ghost the he spirit the, kissed the demon. What about the teeth? <laughs> she's like, and she's like, I love you, I love you. You like you say, opens her third eye, and then Gito's just like, so I guess we got a womanizer, huh? He's just like, exactly called it like <laughs> called him a womanizer, but he was attacking him. I was like, okay, Gito. like I was laughing. My brother and I were just dead all laughing, but at the same time, it felt badass because then he just says, he basically just says, all women are queens. It just throws the middle finger and then, Kamehameha. It's just, shit. I was like, that That was a funny ass scene, but it was badass. It was it was cool. I will say that. Yeah, and then the last parts get emotional. Yeah, that's when um the, cur- the curse got lifted. Yeah, and then Gojo. It turns out you two is actually like, from a powerful family this whole time yeah so just like oh well which that to me i was just like oh that's some like plot armor bullshit <laughs> i was like yeah kind of i was like okay so that's why it's so powerful I was that like, explains why yeah you couldn't talk about this a little bit more throughout the series about yeah, okay, the movie one, yeah i was like come on but yeah it's just moments in here where it just felt like a little stereotypical where it's just like oh plot armor or the plot turns out you're from a powerful family you're just like me but second to me, you're not good as me. I was just like, oh, yeah. Turns out it was the power of love and friendship. And it's like, okay. <laughs> but um, they have a post credit scene in here, which isn't too crazy. But you get a design of, like, manga, Yuta. Yeah. Which was cool. Um, I want to spend, like, something real quick on the dub. 
because the dub. I, I watched it in sub. I watched it in sub too, but I watch I watched some some footage of it on dub. Boy, <laughs> what? it just. I I'm so glad I saw the sub because the dub. I don't think it's that great. Oh yeah, because I saw the actual uh, anime series. The dub was all right. Dub was all right. You start. It starts to grow on you. Yeah, it's like some characters I didn't really enjoy, like um, Sakuna. Yeah, I wasn't really a big fan of his English, especially when the the Japanese dub is the voice of Grimjow from Bleach. Exactly. So I'm just like, I can't get over the fact that this guy sounds like my favorite villain in anime, Grimjow. Yeah, but it's just like, yeah, I was just like, I think the dub here in this movie it just wasn't the best. Now that doesn't say that doesn't mean to say that sub isn't is is superior to dub or dub isn't. Yeah, none like that. No, watch what you watch. If you like what you like. You dislike what you dislike. Because I watched Demon Slayer in dub for like me and uh remember um well my roommate you you know him remember Brandon yeah yeah so uh, for most part so um we actually watched the movie together we didn't know we were watching sub or dub because it didn't say on the app yeah so you we like oh we're watching a dub but and we didn't really enjoy the uh, Demon Slayer dub in the anime for first season mm-hmm. but when we watched the movie. I guess like the actor, the voice actors improved on what uh, season one. The season in the movie is actually really good. Yeah, they do. De- Especially like yeah. uh, Tanjiro's last speech when he threw that sword at Akaza. Yeah, I was like, that was really that good. speech was awesome. Like, that was freaking dope. Especially like uh, Rengoku's speech at the end. Oh yeah, that was good. But no, speaking of that, I'll, I'll just kind of end it all here. Like, I think the Jujutsu Kaisen movie. Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, it's not as good as the Demon Slayer movie. The Demon Slayer movie that came out last year had just a level of heart. I'm still debating on that, though. Really? Yeah, it's like, I really love the Demon Slayer movie, but then again, watching Jujutsu Kaisen, I thought it was really good. The, the Demon the Demon Slayer movie to me, is it, 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 it was like one of the best movies of the year last year for me because it was just, this, this animation, not only is it great, yeah. but the story here, it, it's a tearjerker. And the twist of just doing like, okay, your main villain is is this demon that's going on this train and is putting everybody to sleep, and then it goes into like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, he's a, this new guy, this new guy who just solos one of the most powerful characters you've seen in this movie so far, and then it's just like, damn, like this a this is like a it, it feels like it's a bad ending, but it's like, oh, I think it was bad. I think I think it was, was like bad, but it was more like. Oh well, this ain't toe bad. I didn't think it was bad. I thought it was actually pretty fitting because, like, it's very fitting. I was I was worried the film would end when they kill the uh, train demon, mm-hmm. but then like when a cause popped, I was like, "Thank you, I want this fight. I need like in this and uh, Rengoku's uh, his death actually inspires Tanjiro to do better." Yeah, and then you're just like, "Okay, now I want to know this guy's story. I want to know what the fuck they do. I want to see this guy fuck this guy up," and I, and that's. And I felt like that as the twist and how you end the movie. I was like, that is wonderful. And it's a crazy tearjerker. But yeah, like I feel like that film as it's, it's part of the series where it's in between seasons one and season two. Yes. I feel like for that one, it just felt like as a really good standalone film. While this one, it, it it's, it's good, but I don't think it's as good as demon slayer. Movie. Okay. So yeah, I like my, as a Jujutsu Kaisen fan, I would give this like an eight and a half out of 10. Um, I don't as a as a regular movie 
follower fan whatever a cinephile i would give this like maybe a i would give this a seven because i think there's pacing issues there's some things in terms of the stereotypes of you know the anime characters uh, but i think for the animation the fight scenes and you know some of the the character interactions in the heart i i i enjoyed it yeah so i i enjoyed it i enjoyed it so i mean any final thoughts on you man uh no well i gave like a nine out of ten yeah you you love this film, yeah, I loved it. Would you say this was one of your top ten, top films of, of the year? Um, well, released in twenty twenty one, so like I kind of like I'm kind of like you um, can you can count this twenty twenty two. Yeah, in America, I mean, it's up there definitely. Because like right now, my uh, favorite film of the year right now is still the Batman. <laughs> yeah. Right no, and that was a tra- one of Trey's favorite movies. That's my that's one of my favorite films. That may be. The best film of the year for me right now. For me, yes, right now. Because, like, second is Turning Red. And I love Turning Red. I had a review with Trey about that. Oh, no, not Trey. Uh, Devin. Yeah, it was Devin, wasn't it? Devin. And he he, he gave it, like, six. Yeah. <laughs> he just looked like, yeah, that motherfucker. <laughs> like, like, some people I know didn't like it. But it was, like, for the wrong reasons. Like, yeah. Oh. You want to talk about that after we come over? Yes, because yes. like it was so like the reasons why they didn't like were so. I, I understand everyone has their own opinion, but like when they ha- like say like it's like you the way you say it, it made it sound like you didn't watch the movie. Yeah, I get it, but what? Let's go ahead into this uh, quick break here at the midnight drop as Julian right here is about to pop a vein for all you turning <laughs> red haters. But when we come back, we'll actually talk a little bit about turning red, just the whole. Uh, some stuff, but we'll have to do a quick review of Deep Water. Yeah, you can do the Deep Water. Yeah, first, which won't be too long. Yeah. It's crazy, but again, this I'm your host Jordan Malone. We'll be right back after these messages. This is the Midnight Drop. And we are back with that very quick, quick, quick ass break here at the midnight drop because we realized we only got so much time left. <laughs> so, <laughs> so much time talking about Juicy Kaisen. Yeah, it was worth it. It was it was very fucking worth it. Worth it. But um, no, we we we've had you've had a good time here so far. Yeah, I have a great time. Yeah, you liking the space? Yeah, I, I actually love the space. I love it too. I, I actually wanted. It's do, really chill. You know what? I really want to try to see if we can get uh, everybody to come here next, next yeah. week. Yeah, weekend. I think we should like um, we should like uh, get a bigger couch. Yeah, if get, we can get a bigger couch or something because I'm like this this area is pretty dope. Uh, I like the whole vibe to it. It's it's chill, but um, <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and get into my quick review of Deep Water. One of the newest films that came out on Hulu on Friday. Um, 
it sucks that I got to see this movie before I got to see X, which I'm gonna see tomorrow. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to see X this weekend. Yeah, if I'm not doing anything, uh, I got I got work tomorrow, so I don't know if I'll be able. I don't know if it'll be good for me to go watch the film, um, after this. I don't know if it'd be good for me. I think it'd be good better for me if I try to like yeah, like watch it like another day. Yeah, so I can just get some sleep and everything. But um. I don't know. I don't know. We we can figure some shit out. But um, yeah, I'm gonna go into my quick review of Deep Water. Yeah, would you care to hear of my tales of? Yeah, tell me. I actually wanted to see this movie. It's probably. I'm gonna just let you know. This is probably one of the <laughs> my worst movies of the month. Oh really? Yes. It for some people, <laughs> this might be one of the worst movies of the year. <laughs> for me For me If I had to go as far as to say It's one of the worst movies of the year I put it in like top Maybe like the Like Upper 10, upper 10. Well, not, not upper 10 Like Lower 10 Like around like Yeah like Number 10 or something like that It's right outside that edge Okay and This movie is fucking ridiculous You know what it's about? And you, actually no But you told me like It was written by someone we know Yes <laughs> Um would you like to know what was, what the screenplay was about? I'm actually dying to know who was it written by. One of the people who did one of the people who did the screenplay for Deep Water was Sam Levinson. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, yes, Sam Levinson is on the screenplay. And uh I think the art and the director is the same guy who directed Fatal Attraction. Oh. And it stars Ben Affleck and uh Ana de Armas and also stars our guy Jacob Elordi. <laughs> Elorgi, Elorgi, I don't know. Yeah, but um, also Little Ro Howery, but not as much as you don't see him as much in this film. So that fucking sucks. But Sam Levinson, the Euphoria guy. Yes, I mean, which, which this movie does not do any credit to the people who discredit him. I mean, if you look at like his other movies, like Malcolm Marie. Oh my god! No, no, I had to turn off that movie. That movie pissed me off. <laughs> Movie made me mad. As a, as a Zendaya, Zendaya's my girlfriend. So after see, after seeing the first ten minutes, that I, I was heartbroken watching that movie, bro. <laughs> the first ten minutes. If there's broke something, my heart. if there's something in this movie that I could I can say it's similar to Malcolm Marie, that there's some there's some crazy repetitive shit like Malcolm Marie and, and some bad pacing issues. But no, nah, man, this film is all about. <laughs> Making me have Vietnam flashbacks of Malcolm Marie. I can't. I can't. This I remember, is no. Okay, so I watched this TikTok, right? This one dude is like, just watch a new Zendaya movie on Netflix. It was great. About 10 minutes in, I had to turn off, start getting her ass ate. <laughs> I had to turn it off. I was the same way. I saw that. I was like, oh. no. Oh. I had to pause it real quick. I was like, let me let me get into this review because I can't I can't with you, bro. <laughs> but this movie Deep Water is all about uh this couple or this I guess married couple, uh, which Ben Affleck and Honor there Armas play and Ben Affleck's character Vic um is, you know, in this relationship to where he's letting his wife do what she wants to do, basically having an open marriage, letting her talk to other men, have sex with other men, <laughs> suck other people's dicks. Let a pound of ass. And let so he's getting, he's getting cucked the whole movie. Getting cucked. If there's one thing, this is called cuck the movie, simp the movie, <laughs> beta male the movie. Like 
this is the film that a lot of those toxic podcasters that's all about being alpha men would show this this movie is like don't be a simp you'll be like this <laughs> but this movie uh follows that story and then later on it's an erotic dramatic thriller which it's really none of those it's it's more it's it's a little bit of thriller it's not really erotic it's just sex um <laughs> the drama in here there's drama but it's stupid that's not well written at all um <laughs> Uh, I, I'll just go ahead and say some of the things that I liked about this film, which weren't that much. Um, ben Affleck. Some people have been saying that he was not good in here. He was just kind of like, uh, he was just, he, he was just very like a uh, monotone in this movie. I will say that there are some scenes in here where he he is pretty cool. Okay, yeah, he he displays his acting prowess, and I was like, okay, you're doing a good job. There are scenes where he threatens people and he actually gets into it and it's like, okay, I actually feel like you can threaten a motherfucker right here. I actually made a joke and I just felt like every time Ben Affleck like started threatening people, it just sounded like he turned on his Batman voice. <laughs> it just said uh, and it's just like, listen, if you touch my wife, I promise you. Oh, and I will promise I will fucking kill you. <laughs> and it's just like, goddamn, Ben Affleck just turned into Batman, and he's still like in character for Batman. He's like, and when I kill you, and I promise you, I will fucking kill you. I will piss all over your body as I fuck. That's my what he actually said. No, no, no. It's oh, just, okay. It's just what I thought, and then it's just like you get the whole th- Batman theme from Batman v Superman. It's like dun 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 dun. Whatever he's just staring. It's like dun. Da, 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 da. And it's just it's funny, but I think realistically it it's a I like those scenes. I think they were cool. Um this movie does pose a little bit of a conversation. Not not a long conversation, just a quick one up about like the whole thing with open re- marriages, yes. open relationships. Just like how much more can you take? And I was like, okay, this is a conversation I can have. That's kind of like a like yeah, like it's like their limit. For open marriage. Yeah. There's like a limit to what you can do. And it's like, do you really want to be in an open marriage or something like that? It's what what you want. But um, something that I will say in this movie that I did enjoy a little bit is that even though the writing here is bad, there, there are moments in here to where I just felt like they were just making these slick digs to one another with Ana de Armas and Ben Affleck. Funny enough, during the filming of this film, the, the filming, they were together. They got together. They hooked up everything. And, you know, their relationship is over now. And I think he's with Ben Affleck's with J-Lo. But there's just moments in this film where it's just like, you, like, they're just making these slick digs. And you're just laughing like, oh, shit, fuck. Like, she's just talking about, like, I, you know, I don't like, like, Ben Affleck has, is, like, basically apologizing to this dude that he threatened that was dating his wife. And he's just like, oh, David, welcome. Oh, I made lobster bisque. My favorite. And wife comes in and says, can I taste some of that grilled cheese? I don't like lobster bisque. And he's just like, motherfucker. <laughs> and he's just like, my wife has the palate of a 12-year-old. The first time we went on a date, she ordered a bowl of mac and cheese. And she was like, well, I wouldn't be acting like that if you probably just want to show me more exciting things. And he's just like, uh, what are we doing here? He's like, I'm just here because we're trying to apologize because you're being a dick to David. And he's like, well, I made lobster bisque. <laughs> it's just, it's just those moments where it's like, you do feel a little uncomfortable, but you're laughing. Cause it's like, this is entertaining. And I think for that, 
no matter how bad it is, it is entertaining nonetheless. I think it was cool. <laughs> but they have some entertaining moments here. Uh, the little daughter in here, she's the MVP in this movie because I feel like for someone that's six years old, she really feels like she's an adult. She's smarter than most of these adults. And it's just, God damn. If I got to start going to the bad stuff about this film, it's that the writing here is just so bad. It's not like Fifty Shades of Grey bad. It's like, damn, this is disappointing bad. Like, there are moments here to where you're questioning the character's motivations. You don't really like any of the characters at all. And, like, you you feel, you you hate Anna de Amaris's, uh character as the wife. She is a fucking terrible person. Oh, God. Like, she, she's irredeemable. And she's like, she tries to make an excuse, talking about, like, oh, I need more passion. I need more excitement in my life. It's that's like, like, that's probably, like, the oldest excuse in the book when it comes to, like, open marriages and cheating. Yeah, and she keeps making these fucking slick dives to Ben Affleck. And it's like, girl, we get it. Stop with this bullshit. And she, like, she, like, hate to be this guy but if you're well i'm not gonna hate to this guy there's some people who may argue but like if you are flaunting your little side piece or whatever in my own house in front of me and my friends i'm gonna feel some type of way and the fact that you mad that i feel some type of way that's some bullshit (laughs) that was just like really And, and the fucked up part is is that in this movie Ben Affleck dances with another person's wife, just dancing and chilling. And she keeps... She gets mad. She gets mad. I I, I can already tell her this is going. (laughs) Yeah. And it's it's predictable at times because it's like, wow, you're a predict... (laughs) I hate to say this. You're a predictable bitch. But (laughs) you just get into this points where it's like... Oh, you're right? Yeah. Okay. But you just get into these points to where you're just like, I'm just getting really tired of just these characters and again you feel sympathy for ben affleck but then later on in the movie he does something here that's just like just dumb that's just like why would you do that and then later on in the film it's just like okay i can't feel any sympathy for you because you're doing things that are just kind of like that are just irredeemable like it's like we understand you feel this way but why do this i guess they don't want us to pick a side I, I, I don't know like it feels like the movie wants us to pick a side but it's like no nah, we can't really it, it's weird and another thing there are other characters in here that made me angry there's this old guy I don't know who he's played by but it's this old guy that I guess he moves in with his wife and his kid he's a an author or something and he gets into this argument with Ben Affleck well I don't even think it's an argument I think he just just becomes a dick to Ben Affleck because he finds out what he does he's just like, oh, you're that guy who makes the computer chip because uh, Ben Affleck's like a, a millionaire or a billionaire because he made a computer chip for the U.S. Uh, government, uh, which the chip is used for drones. Like monitoring people and all that stuff? Yeah, well, it's like a targeting system. Okay. So the guy, the old guy is just like, oh, so you made, uh, you helped make those drones that kill people. You're a monster. Oh and he's God. just like, well, no, yes, but those computer chips are also used to save people. But they're not. And then the guy is just like a massive liberal. But he it's just like you're one of those like liberals to where, okay, I hate Fox News. I hate these all these conservatives, but you, my friend, you're just a dick. <laughs> and I it, he he spends most of the movie becoming like this invest like I guess Sherlock Holmes or an investigator or something. And you're thinking like, like the a movie, male Karen. 
the male Karen. Like the movie is trying to make you feel like, oh, this guy is cool. He's he's genuinely being like this nice guy, so we can get to the bottom of this. No, he's doing this because he 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 feels like he was one up by Ben Affleck's character, and he's like, I'm gonna get this motherfucker. I'm gonna get this guy. I'm gonna show him. I'm gonna show everyone. I'm gonna show him. Show you don't want me in my own damn house. And then later on in the film. He just does something that's just so stupid. He's talking about, I'm going to make this into a book. And it's just like, fuck you, dude. Fuck you, but... Do you have anything else to do with your time, man? I don't know, man. I got to see this for myself. He's like, he's trying to find an excuse to get this guy. And then when the big thing happens in this film, he's like, aha! And it's just, oh, man. But another bit part of this film is that they, they underutilize the side characters here. Like... I feel like Lil Rel Howery came into this film and just grabbed like a quick check because he just came in here, did a couple scenes and then you're right there. Cause he's funny. He's a very funny guy. And I just felt like if they just did like a whole thing with get out, which I feel like that's just been his roles where he's just the black dude that tells you, uh, uh-uh, don't go over there. Don't go over there. Yeah. He's like the comedy relief. He's the comedy relief, but he specifically, he's the comedy relief. That's like, don't go in that motherfucker. Don't trust that. I don't trust no people like that who do XXX. I feel like he's stereotyped in that one, but he does a really good job and it's funny. And he's like the voice of reason. But they take him away sometimes and they bring him in for certain jokes and it's just like, dude, just keep him on. Have like nice conversation or dialogue with Ben Affleck. Like there are moments in here to where he starts talking. You think like, oh, it's going to go into this nice conversation where you start having a dialogue between him and Ben Affleck and it's going to different perspectives. But no, he just says like a couple sentences and then he it just cuts to the next scene, which shows poor editing and poor pacing. Like this movie editing wise was pretty bad. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it, it was just it. Jacob E. Lordy in this film, um, one of the best characters. So one of the best actors from Euphoria who plays uh, Nate. Yeah, he had barely any lines, and he served no point to this movie except for the big thing that happens, which I won't spoil for you. But um, it's just they they just underutilize some other characters, and it's just like I would like to know. And then there's this kind of things about like how do people know about what's going on, and it's just like that that sucks. And there's some very stupid decisions here, some very stupid decisions. And I just don't like, but overall, uh, if there's one last thing I'll say, um, the way how this story goes, it's like in the beginning, it feels like it has something down and then towards the middle, it's very stagnant. And then the end, it's just like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> it's like you're rushing shit. And it, it became one of those movies where it's just like, I stopped having fun and I'm just like, let's just keep going. It just feels dull. It feels boring later mm. on. There's a very funny death in this movie, but it's just, it's, it's stupid, but, oh, but overall to kind of round this all, wrap, wrap this all up. This movie is one of my worst films of the month of the month and year of the year. I'm going to think about it. What do you think is worst movie of the year? Worst movie of the year for me so far has been Moonfall. Moonfall. No, 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 no. Worst movie. The no, no. I'm gonna count Moonfall. Moonfall because another one was American Siege, but that wasn't even straight to. Uh, that was straight to like DVD or VOD or something. That was what was Bruce, that about again? That was like Bruce Willis and some bullshit. It was one of them Bruce Willis films. Oh, yeah. But Moonfall has been one. It's like my definite top ten film worst films of the year. Um, because I already knew that was gonna be like. I was like, okay, this can be really mediocre or 
it, it, it was. Bad. I saw the trailer. No, it was funny. So Regal, they're giving out free NFTs if you go see the movie. That shit, because <laughs> that this movie that movie was not worth it. That movie was not worth it for what for that that NFT was not worth it for that movie. Especially like my friend who was into NFTs, he was like, "You want to see the movie? Get a free NFT." I'm like, "No, I'm good. Yeah, no, I'll keep my paid NFTs." Yeah, no, nah. <laughs> no. Nah, this movie, you can argue for it to be one of the worst films of the of the year, but I think right now for me, I might rewatch this film, but I think right now this film is just one of the worst movies of the month. And I think it's just, I think it's like a very disappointing film. That and it sucks because the director of this film, Adrian uh, Branch or whatever, yeah, he uh, directed Final Fatal Attraction. I don't even think the direct. It's sad when you know the director of Fatal Attraction can't even do Fatal Attraction right. Like goddamn, it like something. It be he took it on because it's probably something he did. He did already right. But now this brings into a whole big conversation about euphoria. Yeah. And how I, I'm... It, these movies, these these projects Sam Levinson's doing is giving him no fucking credit. Like, the only one that holds up is, like, euphoria. But, like, in my honest opinion, season one was way better. And season two. Yeah, because season two had some episodes where I was like, okay. Like, some- if, if the, if the uh, season focused more on Rue... In Jewel's relationship, that would have been fine. But like when they bring us like all these random stories, like Nate and Cass and uh, Cassie, I was like, oh my god, it's, it's weird. Then I guess the my the most disappointing thing about season two was like Ethan and uh, Cat breaking up. Yeah, that, that was, scene was made no sense whatsoever. I want, I want, I want to get you and Josh to come in. Like sometime next week, hopefully, or the other week, yeah. To talk about Euphoria and that Kanye West. I just got a funny story because, like, next time when you talk about Euphoria, I got my mom to watch Euphoria. Yeah, and like she says something really funny, like at the end of season one, like season the first season, first episode of season one. Okay, it was like really hilarious. All right, <laughs> we'll I have to save that for later on. But yeah, yeah. I mean, overall, this film. I gotta give this film like a like a like a four. A four? A four out of ten. Like it's definitely a four out of it's definitely a four out of ten. It's just not good. But that is it for the midnight drop because our time here in the studio has ran up. Yeah. So we gotta get the fuck out we of here. We gotta leave before they start charging us. Fuck out of here. But I'm your host, Jordan Malone. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode's edition of well, this night's edition of the Midnight Drop. If you are new here, welcome. We always do movie and TV show podcast reviews here. <laughs> I, I fucked that up. We, we are podcast to do movie and TV show reviews. And you can always check us out at official underscore TMD podcast on Instagram. We have our own Instagram handles down below in the comment section and on the info box. And you can catch us on all the other platforms, including on YouTube, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify. Did I already say that? I think so. No, I don't think you did. I don't know. And at www.themidnightdrop.com Be on the lookout for more episodes and videos on all of our other platforms Including some new movie reviews But until then I'm your host Jordan And here's Julian What's up my guy And this is The Midnight Drop Stay safe, stay blessed, and stay you Peace